Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening in to 7-Minute Torah. I'm off this week, so what we have for you is an encore presentation of the podcast from 2020 for this week's Parsha. couple of things to note. First of all, you probably haven't heard it because our listenership was so much smaller last year than it is now. But even if you have, the rabbis say we're supposed to turn Torah around and around. Because there's always something new to be learned in the Torah. Second of all, the Parsha this week is actually a double portion, Matot Masay. You'll see that last year I was only talking about Masay. And thirdly, we're in a very different place, thank God, in the pandemic than we were about a year ago. But it's not completely over. And a lot of the lessons that come out of this experience of pandemic, of being separated and of needing community, which you'll see is part of what I'm going to talk about, really do remain and will remain with us for a long time. After you're done listening, come join us in our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search for 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. I'm looking forward to hearing what you're thinking about this week. There's an old saying that what matters in life is not where you are, but who you have by your side. Now, I don't know who said that, but I've been thinking about those words a lot over the last four months or so. During COVID, it hasn't always been clear exactly where we are in life, so to speak. Sometimes it feels like you're just standing still, not going anywhere. Sometimes it feels like wherever you want to be, you can't be there with loved ones at a family event. So now more than ever, what matters is not where you are, but who you have by your side, virtually speaking. Over the last few months, we haven't always been physically able to be at one another's side, but that hasn't stopped us with Zoom, with FaceTime, with phone calls. Many of us have been reaching out to each other more than ever. Synagogues have redefined what it is to pray together, to study together, by moving all of their services and programs online. Workplaces have figured out that you don't have to be in an office together in order to work together. And families have been able to connect over long distances for Passover seders, bar and bat mitzvahs, Shabbat dinners, family events. We are redefining what it means to be on a journey together. This week's Torah portion is about being on a journey together. It's called Masay, and Masay means journeys in Hebrew. We're finishing the book of Bamidbar. Bamidbar, of course, is the fourth book of the Torah. In English, it's called Numbers, but in Hebrew, the word Bamidbar means in the desert, because this book has described 40 years of wandering in the desert. And as we approach the end of the book, we also approach the end of the wandering. The parsha begins with these words, Ele Masay B'nei Yisrael. These are the marches or the journeys of the people of Israel who started out in the land of Egypt. And it goes on then to enumerate every place that the Israelites have wandered or dwelt over the last 40 years. And it sounds a little bit like this. I'll just read a few verses. They set out from Penei and passed through the sea into the wilderness and made a three days journey in the wilderness of Etam and camped at Marah. Then they set out from Marah and came to Elim. 
Then they set out from Elim and encamped by the Sea of Reeds. They set out from the Sea of Reeds and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. They set out from the wilderness of Sin and encamped at Dovka. They set out from Dovka and encamped at Alush. I could go on for the rest of the chapter, but you get the idea. Place after place after place. So what's with the list? What's with the dry recounting of dozens and dozens of places that the Israelites have wandered over the course of the last 40 years? The answer is that sometimes a list is not just a list. Because what matters is not necessarily where you are in life, but who you're with and what happens along the way. So the rabbis in the Midrash, which are the rabbinic stories and explanations about the Torah, teach that this wasn't just Moses reading off a list of places. This was because the Holy One said to Moshe, I'm quoting here from Numbers Rabbah, God said, record the journeys that Israel undertook in the desert in order that they will know what kind of miracles I performed for them. In other words, the listing of places is meant to recount not just the names of the places, but also what happened in each place. So, for example, when the Torah mentions that the Israelites set out from a place called Ramses on the 15th day of the first month, the commentators point out that that was the first Passover, the moment of freedom that would come to be celebrated as an annual event going forward. When the Torah says in verse 7 that they set out from Etam and turned around toward Pihachirot, the commentators say they turned around because at first they were thinking about going back to Egypt, but in the end they decided to go forward to the promised land, so that that's the moment where the journey became permanent, where it became a journey toward freedom. When the Torah says in verse 18 that they encamped at a place called Ritma, the commentator Rashi posits a theory that That name is meant to remind us of the grumbling, the complaining in the desert that led to this being a 40-year journey of wandering and learning. So each of these dozens of places represents something, something that our people experienced, something we learned along the way, a signpost in becoming who we are. And our lives are the same. Every place we've been contributed in some way to our becoming who we are. That's actually one of the major lessons of the High Holy Days. We're supposed to look back over where we've been, what we experienced, what we learned, and how we grew. And I think one of the important things to notice about this passage is that no matter what happens to the Israelites in the wilderness, it happens to them as a people. Whether it's the good stuff, like escaping slavery or getting the Torah, or whether it's the hard stuff, like the wandering, like hunger and suffering, like the loneliness in the wilderness. We persevere when we face these things together. So maybe that's one of the lessons of this Torah portion. When the going gets tough, reach for the people that you love. When things get hard, grasp their hands and hold harder. Don't let go, because we need each other. We need each other's support in hard times, And we need to celebrate together in good times, no matter where we are on our journey, even in the middle of the desert, no matter how alone we feel, we're rarely truly alone. So that gives an obligation to each of us to be part of a community, to make sure that we're reaching out to others who may be in need of us, whether they're sick, whether they're suffering, whether they're going through hard times. It's a hard time to live in the world right now. It's hard to know which end is up. It's hard to know exactly where you are. But in the end, what matters in life is not where you are, but who you have by your side. 
When we finish a book of the Torah, we say three words. Chazak, chazak, venit chazek. Let us be strong, let us be strong, and let us strengthen one another. May we take those words with us into the next week, reach out to one another, and make the world a better place. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.